guys. Welcome to this week's bonus episode. This is a continuation of the Women's Roundtable. This is part two. Part one aired on Tuesday, so I highly suggest you listen to that first so you know what's going on. But just to give you a short little recap, on today's roundtable, we have Sierra Payton, Montana Rush, and Jenna Meechno. All of these ladies are joining me talking all the questions and things you have sent me in the past year or so. We only had time for a couple more, but I think we answered them super thoroughly. We're going to talk a little bit about social media today, about your presence in the actor community, as well as being a female in the Hollywood world that we're living in right now. So buckle up, get ready, and here comes part two of episode three of the One Broke Actress podcast. So I'm going to draw another one. (laughs) Okay. How do you feel as a female in the current climate in Hollywood? We can talk about this for... Forever. Forever. So I'm going to put a time cap of eight to ten minutes. Okay, that's great. Because this could go on. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go to Jennifer's because she's immediately right here. So. Um, yeah. Right now, today, I actually feel super empowered. I feel like it's, it's been such a cool time. It's been such a turning point. And I feel like women are becoming each other's biggest cheerleaders and supporters. Mm -hmm. And it feels different even than a couple years ago where it's just this weird underlining competitiveness. And now I feel like I just have the most incredible group of female artists around me that have just helped me elevate so much. And like, again, with creating your own work like the content's getting so much better because like more females are feeling empowered enough to write their own material and it's just it's so cool I mean like about a year I guess a year and a half ago oh my god almost two years ago um I wrote I wrote a short with another uh girl who is yeah signing out and it was a, a full female cast and all female department heads and like just go through going through festivals with that kind of a group we just met some fucking badass chicks Mm -hmm. and it it was really cool I mean there's I think it's great that all these things are coming to light now I feel like going to being on sets I feel safer and more um more comfortable saying something if something feels off Mm -hmm. which is also great but in general, I think it's a really exciting time because I think we're we're tri- we're starting things are starting to shift in a in a great way. You even watch like shows and movies from five ten years ago, and you're like, that would never that fly would now. now. Yeah, that would oh never God. work. Yeah, I was listening to some comedians in the car on a road trip, and these guys were making jokes, and I was like, can't do that. No, this is so wrong. And I was like, five years ago, I would have never. Two years ago, I've probably been like, ugh, comedians. Yeah, absolutely. Last year. Last yeah. year, not even two years ago. Last year, yeah. literally like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, um, I think uh, just as a human, my biggest – one time I was asked this question, like, what would you die for? Like, what cause would you die for? And mm-hmm. I said women. Like, that was it. Mm-hmm. Like, women is my answer. Like, that's literally it. So just one of the driving forces in my, like, purpose in life is just the healing of the feminine – And one thing that 
oh, I'll do a lot of like envisioning, manifesting things. Love and it. Yes. So like, I need to learn a lot about that stuff. That needs to be the, the next, oh, like, the next like, round table like, discussion. You know, I get it's kind of like you know it's super hippy dippy, but again, yeah, that it. San Francisco in me is just like, girl, you know that's real. Um, yeah, I'm like, no, that's a fucking science. Yeah. Can we so, talk? I've been saying. So I'm like, Sorry. I was biting my tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk to but, me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Um, yeah, so one time I was doing one of my things where I'll pretend that I'm on a talk show or I'm doing an interview, and I said, you know, one thing that's really uh, been such a blessing to me is that, honestly, my career started, like, really doing its thing right when the Me Too movement started, um, and I think that, you know, again, now that you guys know, one of my driving purposes and things in life is just the healing of the feminine. Like, to me, that's so meaningful. So to be, um, now this is me talking in current time, um, to, to me, to be, like, really getting the beginning of all of my career, like, simultaneously while the healing of our industry is really happening and, like, all of these women who have been working so hard before me are, you know, now, like, doing the whole Me Too thing. And I mean, like, the big hitters, you know, like, they're paving the way for this and making more space for female writers, female directors, just more space for the female. And I don't think that we're anywhere close to being done with it, but I Mm -hmm. think that we're definitely starting. Um, It means a lot to me. Um, Just one like synchronicity for myself but also just like you know for for me for the change that I want to see in the world Mm -hmm. um and I think that one thing that I hope to contribute to in this time that we have of the change towards just more female influence not only in our industry but on a whole in our world is that you know I don't get over overwhelmed or like just shy away from really exploring my potential then because the one thing that I will say is like I I was just on set this weekend and one of the producers you know made like a joke about making a joke uh, you know making uh, he made a joke that was distancing himself from it yeah he was like oh Oh, shoot. You know what? To be honest, I don't even remember what he said, but it was a joke about saying something like, oh, I couldn't have said this before, but I'm going to I'm saying it now, but like I'm not saying it. And literally I stopped him and I was like, listen, we're not even making jokes about it anymore. You know what I mean? Like we're just we're not even joking that, oh, it would have been funny for me to say this last year, but now I can't Mm -hmm. like we're not even doing that. Um, So, you know, it's still happening where there's still this residual and there will be because there's no way we've even like started to completely heal. But I still also see it where like, yes, we have this time where we're having this swell of female stories, female everything. I mean, look at all of our movies, look at our TV shows, mad heavy on the female representation. Mm -hmm. But I still think that we haven't gotten anywhere close to actually telling a female story because I'll sit and I'll watch movies, TV shows, anything, and I'll watch the females interact and things that are coming out now, right? So not the stuff that's come out previously. And I'll just feel like, oh, I can, I feel the machine of like, well, we have to have female representation and storylines and characters. Like, I feel the necessity of it as opposed to the authenticity of it. So for me, like, the way that's influenced me personally for my work and what I want to do and also like what I want to see from us and the industry is like 
really exploring the female story because like there's so much more to us than even what's like supposedly supposed to be the more real females I just like Mm -hmm. I just want more 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 and not in the let's hit our quota I have to send you a script I just read that 100% is and it's amazing yeah, it's an indie. I'll send it. Oh to yeah, you. no, that's what I mean. I just want like a, I just want like the ugly, raw, mm-hmm. real female that we're sh- we're not shying away from anymore, but we're just we haven't touched it yet. It's like we're still playing the old rules of everything, but instead of having it be male or fem- or male, we sub in female stuff. And like I still feel mm-hmm. it's not really there, but we'll get there. The day we det- take beautiful. And doesn't know it out of the descriptor. Oh, oh Christ, dude! Oh, no. the day yeah. that we... I'm so like I still yeah I'll still <laughs> read the break. Yeah. Well, I mean like breakdowns still mean shit to me. You know what I mean? Like fuck a breakdown. But also when I read them, I'm like yeah, fuck it. beautiful. I think we're moving there though, and what's gonna be cool is like the generation or two generations below us. Yeah. Um, like I went in for a project that. Is going to be really cool for twelve-year-olds to watch. It was on a platform that like is geared towards that age group, and it was all women, and it was empowered women. Was this the one we read. This is the one um, that I got the callback for yeah, that you yeah, helped yeah. me with, and I was like this, and I, th- I remember thinking I was like, if a show like this existed when I was in middle school. I mean, not even close. There was nothing like that. But how cool would it be for girls? to see women as more than just the this or the the beautiful something or the nerdy something or you know in such a tight box goes home and drinks a bottle of wine with their friends either yeah exactly separate i mean i definitely may do that sometimes still but um, i also do other things (laughs) uh wait can i just hear the question again Mm -hmm. yeah how do you feel as a female in the current climate in hollywood how do i feel as a female in the current current climate in hollywood um, it's, yeah, I mean, I'm, how do I feel? Uh, it's you know, check in question. I know like <laughs> at, at times I'm, uh, there are some liberating moments to it. Um, there are also like confusing moments to it. Um, and one of the big things that I would say as far as the movements that have been happening and the stories that have been to- told, um, you know, I also look at it as a woman, but also a woman of color. Mm. And one of the big things that is troubling for me is that not every not every woman is going to represent every woman. Not every black person is going to represent yeah. every black person. Not every Asian person is going to represent every Asian person. And I think the big thing that's frustrating for me seeing this movement is, like you said, Montana, that, you know, it's like, yay, now we have a woman in the writer's room, so now we're doing this. Yeah. Or, or you know, what I'm seeing a lot of is like, oh, now we have a black person in the writer's room or a black producer on the team. And it's like my my black experience or my feminine experience is different from what your experience has mm-hmm. been. Yeah. And so, you know, my big thing is, you know, I just want doors to be open more for all of us to be able to share our experience in a certain way and and um, and have that be seen and to just I don't know have it be respected and honored um, mm-hmm. because you know some people argue that my my experience isn't valid because of you know 
what I look like or where I come from or who I am. And, but this person's is, and I just think that that's just very unfair. And that's what I'm seeing a lot of, I mean, and I'm reading articles about that and, you know, and I just think it's disgusting, you know, because I've, I've had a certain experience and, Mm -hmm. you know, you've had a certain experience and you've had a, you've had a certain experience and that doesn't mean that anyone's experience is better or worse or anything like that. It's just like, let's just share. We should be sharing everyone's because that's what we're doing is we're telling stories. So how boring is it to be telling stories consistently from one specific perspective? Yeah. And like, I just mean like, you know, with exactly what you're saying, Sierra, it's like what I feel and what I see and what I hear when I'm listening to what's coming out right now at the very beginning of this purge, this mm-hmm. this opening of a new way of storytelling that I hope is coming and I really think is, is like all I hear is just the, here we are with these two characters and this p- plot line and these lines that we've specifically written with the knowledge that Me Too is happening right now or that diversity is happening right now. Like what I'm hearing is you guys hitting those marks mm-hmm. of like making sure that we're staying yeah. topical about the fact that we're in this movement right it now. It feels a little robotic. It's contrived. Yeah. It's contrived. And what I want is just like, no, okay, so yes, of course, let's stay in the movement. Let's do it. But let's not hit the movement. Let's hit all of these unheard, unseen uh, disqualified, less qualified mm-hmm. storylines. That's what I mean when I'm saying, like, let's unleash that female yeah. for real because, like, yeah, all right, yeah, sure, you guys. Yes, you gave us Star Wars with a bunch of females. We've got Bumblebee coming out with a Haley Sutton. You know what I mean? Like, yes, okay, girls are now top-lining, you know, like, Ant-Man and the Wasp. You know what I mean? Like, both of them are on there. Like, yes, okay, we're, the foot is in the door, but you're still keeping this chain on us, I feel. That's There's what we still need. this cap of like, mm, yes, more women, but let's still keep the storyline somewhat like contained. Yeah. Like, I just need us to be like, let's look at the disgusting female. Let's look at the not the the, the real shit that's really there because it's gonna be so freeing and healing for the for the world. Because once we have more real raw ugly not wanting to talk about and i don't mean like guys not wanting to talk about it i mean like we don't want to talk about it like that's why we need more female writers and they're coming but it's just like unleash it unleash it like don't let's not hit the okay here we are we brought in three uh female writers we've got a female director and we're gonna hit this episode and that's it Mm-hmm. No, right. I want a whole different brand new like wow, okay, I know this t- this archetype of the female but not through the like, not like this. But white men can't write that. That's why we have to write mm-hmm. our stories. Yeah. That's true. The, and that's what I'm that's like You know what I mean? Me, that's like, what I'm saying like, you know, I like where is a chick that's going to write for me? Exactly. You know, other like of other course it's going to be other than me. You <laughs> yeah. know, but it's just like you know, like where like who who is that chick that's gonna write about the girl from the third ward of new orleans you know right and then like when when i go into audition for that i don't want them to say that i can't audition for that because i look the way that i look Mm -hmm. because that's also bullshit to me exactly and that happened to me during pilot season yeah i was i went in for something that was literally chick from new orleans they're like you know this 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 and that and then it went to 
somebody out here in Hollywood whose dad is famous. And I was yeah, just like, exactly. okay, you know, and it was, and when I got the feedback, it was like, oh, well, you know, you're not street enough. And I'm like, well, okay, well, what does that mean? Because I'm from the streets. So, yeah. Yeah. and that's what I'm saying. It's like, there's the wrong people at the table, you know, yeah. on the other side, because they're having these ideas of what, you know, this color looks like, or this feminine looks like. Yeah. And it's it's wrong and it's all about who's at the helm like who's who's putting in the money we need Mm. people to finance these stories that should be told Mm -hmm. all right guys i'll go make some more money (laughs) (laughs) okay all right uh let's see what else what else Oh man, I'm giving you guys all the like really, really Deep tough questions. questions. I know. Uh, okay. I mean, I have one in there like, that's like, thing what do you eat? Them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's like health and wellness in there yeah. that I was going to ask you. But this one is apparently the universe wants you guys to answer these questions. How do you define success as an actor? Oh, wow. Let me give oh. you a second to think about this, and I will say this. This has been a huge struggle for me, and people have asked me, and people have told me as soon as you do something, and you get accolades for it, I think people assume that you find yourself successful. I think that there is an assumption that whether it's a project you did, something was completed. Mm -hmm. You were on a project, you were cast in something, that there is this level of, congratulations, you're successful, but then two months later, you might be on the floor in a ball crying Mm -hmm. because you haven't worked. And Mm -hmm. I think that the definition of success for me has been a struggle of not coming from bookings, and not coming from because I have an agent, because I have a manager or whatever, but in finding something else that defines it and stop financially asserting myself against that with my art, it's been a bit of a struggle. So, who wants to go first? <laughs> I will try. <laughs> you can talk it out. Um, okay. Yeah. No, it's interesting. It's something I've thought about a lot recently. I'm finding that with every step you hit, every goal you succeed in this industry, if it's my goal is to move to LA. Okay, now I move to LA. My goal is to get reps. Okay, now I have reps. My goal is to go into the room. Now I'm going to the room. Oh, now I just want a call back. Now I just want a book. Whenever you hit one of those next steps, we so quickly kind of poo-poo that quote success you know Mm -hmm. so quickly like well it's not a big deal it's just like it was just a producer session it's not a big deal it was just Uh, this (laughs) yeah and it changes and it's constantly changing and I've seen it with other people you can you can be booking major projects or on a show and you're like but I'm not filming movies in my off time like my castmates so I'm not I think it's always gonna change we're always gonna feel hungry Jenna Fisher, um, in her book that I'm so obsessed with, talked about this a little bit and how for her it's like just creating a consistent body of work. And I think that that's something that I've been keeping in mind and that it's just about, you know, finding happiness and contentment and things that fill me in my life outside of my career. And then in terms of my career – constant just trying to stay consistent with my with my work and if it's slow if it isn't coming to me at a certain point like I've been harping this whole time you know making making things that I can be proud of and Mm -hmm. making things that I would want to see and I think over the next couple years it's just about 
you know, constantly working and remembering why we got into this, which was because we love telling stories and to play and just to keep telling stories. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally relate to that. Um, you know, I, I had to answer this question not too long ago. And I mean, my big thing is like my definition of success is, you know, constantly evolving. And, you know, I know as actors, we're so like, you know, it's like, oh, you really shouldn't say it, you know, like. I want to be financially successful and on a TV show. And, you know, and I'm like, no, fuck that. Like, I do want that. And, yeah. you know, like, I, yeah, I would love to be fucking rich and famous. And, but in a certain way where it's like, you know, I'm working all the time working. and I'm yeah. able to have an influence and make an impact on people. And, you know, I think at this juncture in my career, you know, it, it gets really frustrating at times because I, I feel so close to that. Sure. You know, it's like testing and, you know, signing off on these contracts and then like not, you know, booking it is is hard. And, you know, even now, like I'm working on a project and, you know, I have a couple episodes on this on this series and it's freaking awesome. But, you know, the flip side of it is and, you know, I got to keep it real, you know, like I'm working as a local hire. I'm having to fly myself out there. I'm Mm -hmm. having to put myself up. I'm getting paid like, you know, scale. And it's like, and and it's awesome. And it's breaking even. Yeah. I am breaking even. And, you know, and and that's what's so hard to, you know, it's, it's like, I had my little celebration the other day. I I went out, took myself out to dinner. I bought myself four glasses of wine, like, yes. two bottles, yes. you know? Yes. And I literally was just like all by myself. And yes. I was just like, yeah. you know, like I, I'm going to celebrate the fact that I'm doing this. And I'm like, well, damn, I don't want to like run up this restaurant bill because, yeah. you know, um, and you know, and it's, and, and it's so hard to let people, you know, see and understand that because like, you're supposed to be like excited and happy and, and working and like, yes, I got a job, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, but the flip side of it is, is that, you know, I got two friends of mine that I'm like, they're bridesmaid and they're wet and their weddings. And like, they're like thinking, Oh, you're on a TV show. Like, why yeah. can't you afford to like put money towards yeah. my bachelorette? And I'm like, that's a whole, no, podcast. no, no. Like, you know, it, and it's just, it, it's all of that. And, um, you know, and then like, I mean, I have this spectrum of friends where like, I have some friends that are like, man, I wish I was auditioning as much as you. Right. And, mm-hmm. and then I have the friends that are like, Oh, if I could just only have a day off because I'm like, you know, shooting this and I'm shooting that and I got to go do these interviews and I got this and, you know, Mm -hmm. or like the paparazzi's following me around and I'm just like, they're what? Yeah. You know, (laughs) and it's just like, you know, and, and so I'm seeing, I'm seeing how like my blessings are like what other people want. And then I'm seeing like my other friends blessings are like what I want. And so I'm trying to find throughout all of this. Like definitely being grateful, you know, because I'm like, I, I've been out in LA for eight years. I've been in this industry now, gosh, like 11 years, I want to say. And, um, and you know, like somebody was, they hit me up a couple months ago. was like, I looked at your IMDb. You have like 40 credits. And I'm like, I do like, (laughs) you know, I was like, well, you know, a lot of them like student films, but it's like, whatever, who cares? Like, yeah. I, that's you know that's what I have out there that's the body of work that I've put out or that I've been fortunate enough to be a part of and so you know for me 
the big thing that I'm I'm really managing myself on and working on myself with is just really celebrating all of it and being grateful for all of it. You know, no matter like how much it sucks because, you know, yeah, I'm looking at my bank account right now and I'm like, I just bought like three plane tickets to fly out to go do this project. And I'm like, dear God, I hope that it's worth it. You know, like yeah. I'm just like some work, oh God, some more yeah. work better come out of this. Something. Can I get like a, you know, IMDB verified, I mean, a Instagram verified or something, right. you know, like something out of it, something that's going to like have some monetary gain. But, um, but at the end of the day, like, you know, like I, I finished uh, two of the episodes on Monday and that's just afterwards. I was like, I don't care whatever's going on. I'm just going to go sit down, go drink and celebrate like with myself and just know that like this is all part of the journey. Yeah. Like every actor that I've talked to and like the friends that I have that are like hiding out from paparazzi and stuff. It's like they've had, you know, they've had their moments where you know, it's gotten dark and dirty and walking yeah. down those dark alleys by themselves. And, you know, and so I'm like, okay, I'm in that alley, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, it's, there's, I'm coming out of yeah. it and I know it's going to happen. And mm-hmm. right now I have the success that I have and I know that there's more success to, to be gained as long as I stay uh, grounded and grateful for what I have now. So. Oh, that just got me. I know. Oh, Janet. <laughs> I'm such a wimp, but that hey, was perfect. Hey, I am too. Yeah. So. I, I love that. And I have to say, I feel like the scariest part about that alley mm-hmm. is that you are alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it feels like you're alone. But I will say this to you and to everyone else around you. We all are in that dark alley. Mm-hmm. We just oh, can't see each other from where we're standing. Wow. And that is like... Mm-hmm. Did you get a little chills? Did I yeah. Do? No. yeah, that was a good one. That's like the point of this discussion we're having right now is to know that, yeah, the the financial world, the the, the dealing with the day to day is just such a disaster, and it doesn't make our art come easier, mm-hmm. but it's going to make it smarter eventually. And you are not alone in that alley, and we are all in it. And if you haven't, if you're not there anymore, you were in it. Exactly. And if well, you this is been this again, is why I'm here. <laughs> like honestly, because. This is why, you know, and this is why I rock with, you know, what you're doing because, you know, prior to our last question about, you know, being a woman in Hollywood, I mean, that was one of the big things that uh, I, I, I was interviewed for the Huffington Post about the Me Too movement and oh, everything. Yeah, and, you know, that was one of the big things that I, I do feel liberated about right now is that you know, there is a conversation going. But when I was first starting, Mm-mm. you know, there wasn't. And I couldn't talk about any of the, you know, abuse and harassment that I was enduring. And having to deal with that by myself and, and not feeling protected and not feeling um, considered or anything like that. Like, that that's the hard And I just remember so many times in my career, I was like, man, like, I wish I could like just call Halle Berry or like <laughs> Rosario Dawson or somebody and be like, yo, have you went through this? Like, do you know what this is like? Like, you know, that. you know, like, yeah. can, can yeah. you like help? Can I hold your hand a little bit? You know? And so I love that you're doing this for actors because, you know, there is like all these myths and, and untold mm-hmm. stories and like for, you know, even up until now in my career, like I, there is a big part of me that just, feels really lonely and isolated in all of this. And, you know, 
yeah, I got my agent, I got my manager, you know, like I have family and friends, but nobody has no fucking idea, yeah. right. you know, like yeah. at all, like what this journey is totally. at all. And, and just, you know, what Sierra Payton is going through right mm-hmm. now in this very moment. And so like, I find myself like, I mean, I can't even talk to a therapist about it because they have no they idea know. either, you know? And <laughs> so your agent and manager like, aren't there to talk you through yeah. it. And your family and friends want to talk you through but it and they, they support you, but they don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, on the outside looking in, it's like, okay, how dare Sierra be like upset about something? Like she's working on a TV show. She's, (laughs) she's like, she's, or she just did, or she tested for something, you know? And it's just like, yeah, but you know, I still, it is a journey being at the end of the day and I get beat up and I bleed and I need to like, and that's the face we put out out with the whole social Mm -hmm. media bullshit. I mean, we all, it's our highlight reel. It's, we, Mm -hmm. we put our best face out there for mm-hmm. everyone to see. It's part of the illusion that, you know, this career is just all butterflies and fucking rainbows. And you can't it's not the financial side of that. You cannot because yes, it's a real... You're filming this show. How many hours did you put into class? How much money exactly. did you put, how much exactly. money did you put into coaching Look, for I, I just audition? I coached yeah. on it and I was just like, yo, I can't do a full hour because I can't afford it. Yeah. Yeah. So can I just get like 30 minutes of your time? You know, mm-hmm. like, and that was just and what I did at the end of the day. One of X amount of auditions that mm-hmm. you've spent money on to get this one and then you buy your plane tickets. Yeah. So like you yeah. see one amazing <laughs> side of this. Yeah. But if you could, which I don't suggest doing this, adding up the dollars that no, you spend. Don't. No, don't. No, 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 I do it, I do it at, the, at the beginning of every year when I'm doing my taxes. You're just like, yeah. ah. And they're like, Although, well, how'd you come up with this money? And I'm like, I don't even know. Uh, headshots, God? uploading like, your you know, damn like, headshots. Me and like, casting networks are having a battle, you guys. But I will say that. Oh, I saw that. I'm trying. Every day. Yeah a little bit more but they but there's just so much and that is such a part that no one wants to talk about either is that we the amount of investment and money that goes into getting the one quote-unquote big thing Mm -hmm. and then maybe you book that and maybe you shoot a couple days maybe you can pay off a credit card maybe but then but then you but then immediately you have money you have to pay off the next thing it's like it's a round circle so finding that that is that is a a place that can feel very alone in this no literally after i here and I do my little VO audition. I'm going to apply for uh, I'm for unemployment. Like that's, yeah. and it yeah. for a long time I was like scared to talk about that because there is yeah. this like I mean I get it all the time. Like people are like, oh you're so successful, oh you're so this, oh you're so that, and I'm like, I know, uh, I just filed for unemployment. I, I don't was know on when, unemployment too. You know, yeah, like, but you but you should be, and I think I'll, I mean I'll give sorry my, you no, need no, to I'll give my answer, answer the as question. Well, but like, yeah. but like I also think um, something that I would wish upon the world is this freedom from these social norm constraints that we have about mm-hmm. money. Um, like I, I, you just, recently parred down your, like, Oh, can you talk man. about that for a second? Yeah. 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 Um, here, I'll do this. Yeah. Um, take that I will. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, uh, what I knew at the top of the year was that I really, really wanted to not bullshit around with this anymore. Like, as I told you guys at the top of this, I'm super psychotic. Like, I just, or neurotic, rather. <laughs> Both. Um, but, like, time is such a, a monster and a monkey on my back to me. And it's really just me to me being like, you don't have enough. You don't have enough time. You're going to run out. And, like, it's insane because I'm essentially just, like, a small seed in this timeline of my life. Um, but yeah, so 
I really didn't want to fuck around this year with my time. Uh, last year, I had a really good year as far as my career goes last year, but like my money-making job and all of that really took over my life. Not a bad thing, and it did pay me very well, and I was able to do things like reinvest uh, culture into my life. By that, I mean like I went on a trip to Europe, you know what I mean? Like I used my money to reinvest into my culture and like into my what I'm going to draw from yeah. in order to act. Can I ask what your money-making job was? Oh, I worked at a fitness studio. Okay. Well, yeah. So like, but it, it, I was like management for it. You so hardcore. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like it took over my life. And I just remember um, at the end of last year, I booked a movie that I shot at the top of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I fucking loved it. Um, but like, I knew that I was going to step away from this job for a good like month and a half mm-hmm. at the beginning of 2018 and then launch right into pilot season. Um, and so I knew like a shit, I'm not going to be making the money that I was making. And I was like extremely comfortable last year with money. I was extremely comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's very, that's a, that's a trap because, you know, as actors, we're not comfortable with money and, you know, um, I'll, I'll go into that with my answer on like what success is. But yeah, for me, one thing I definitely did this year was I changed my car insurance because it was mad wicked high. And I was like, nah, I can't do that to myself no more. I like, just uh, figured out how to have fitness still be a part of my life because taking care of our bodies and our, our instrument, which is our body, is super, it is something, again, that we can control and so we should. So like figured out how do you have a free unlimited membership at two different gyms to mm. get different aspects of fitness into my life without working there, you know, like the quantifiable exchange of time was correct to me. Um, just all of these things. I just really sat down, looked at my budget of like what my monthly budget and just was like, okay, where can we knock some digits off here? And I did. Um, and it's to me, I also have like this really ease of not having material things. So like I just have like my room in the place that I'm at and it's just like, that's it. My car super low. Like just, I like I'll still get my nails done, but that's again part of my package. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it does say something to people when I'm in the room and they're like, "Oh, she got her nails done." Yeah. Okay. But like, you know, like know, so I'll still doing. but like yeah. I'm conscious of what those choices are. And um yeah, I mean cuz money's money is something that we're not safe in. And last year when I was so comfortable, I was not happy with myself because I was one giving all of my time to my job because it was paying me so well, but that meant that I wasn't being me, which is an actor, a creative. Um, which okay. So my answer to um what success is as an actor, and I'll say this too is you know, we all have people in our lives who are on the on the different levels of success in Hollywood and in the entertainment industry. And I've really, that's something that I would definitely say try to cultivate if you're an actor who's trying to do the damn thing is surround yourself with people who are at different levels because then you'll be able to see what's mm-hmm. going on. Like I've got people who are in my life who have just been like killing it for a long time or are just beginning to kill it, you know, whatever. And they're do- they have the same things, you know what I mean? Like they have the same things going on with them inside of their head that we do at the stages that we're at. And it's just because that's the truth because this the dark alley that we were talking about earlier 
it's not an alley that you go into and then come out of and you've passed through it. You literally go through it maybe every other day, maybe twice in one day. Like you go down the alley, you pop out and then you're right back in it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a constant thing just because you book this show that you're going to be on for five years as a lead and you become a household name and you make millions of dollars. That doesn't mean that you're set. That doesn't mean you're successful. I mean, it does. It does. Don't let it go with you, Ron. That means you're successful. It just doesn't mean, like, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no security. Our job has no security, which is why we have to make sure that we create this. My answer to what success is as an actor is uh, preserving your integrity of self. Um, Because, as you guys know now, my opinion is that actors have to be so in tune, so in touch, so true to all the different parts of themselves because that's that's what we do. It's what we do. So yes, obviously I want to make money from it because that's how I want it. Like all I want to do is wake up in the morning and be like, well, set in like two weeks, but today I'm just going to roam around and do oh whatever. God. You know what I, I mean? Like, yeah, I might go to yoga. Yeah, go go to yoga. You know, like, and yeah, like uh, when people see me going to yoga and all these workout classes, I'm like, I'll spend four hours one day just cleaning the studio at there so that I can go and do those things for free. You know what I mean? Like, on. yeah, or group on or whatever on it is, it. just get crafty because, oh yeah. So my thing about like removing the financial, like, uh, norms is like just be honest about where you're at with your money because I'm like so serious we're all fucking broke it's not just the actresses that are broke it's not just the actors it's these executives it's everybody America mm-hmm. is so broke right now that we just shouldn't even worry about like posturing that we've yeah, got money trying to put up these facades no just know? be so real about it because if you you cannot lie to yourself so for me I Obviously, I told you guys, like, my goals are to be on that indie circuit, that going to the top indie festivals, you know what I mean? Doing that, making those relationships with those types of people, because that's the type of um, stories and and film that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the relationships that I want to cultivate. But it's the integrity of self, because I want to be doing and working on the things that speak to me and that I know I will then, you know, amplify in my work and cre- make the success for. But if you lose yourself, which is so easy in this Hollywood game and the entertainment game, I think even if you end up on these shows as a series regular or, or working all these movies, somehow you're going to have lost something. And that thing is like just the truth of why you even got into this in the first place, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and something's going to suffer because of that. Even if you're out here making, you know, all of this money and constantly being on set, something's not going to set sit right with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that you have to do with yourself. So to me, stay full in your life outside of acting. You know, people will always ask me, well, how's it going? And like, first of all, I just can't even answer that question anymore. Cause I'm like, same thing, different day. You know, like same, same yeah. thing, different shit. You know I what I mean? Like, so, yeah, so how's it going? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'm still doing all of these auditions. It's just different projects. Or I'm still on set. It's just a different project. You're like, don't ask me. Like, I'm literally, you're going to get the same answer. Just like different specifics of the same answer. But like, <laughs> I'm, it's just great. Like, no, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's just like, stay. Yeah. If you have to stay full outside of this I call it the Hollywood game 
So my Hollywood game is always cooking, right? Because again, I'm very blessed to fall into the ethnically ambiguous and young category. Mm. Um, and I, and I'm good at what I do. So, <laughs> so I get, yeah. So I do book things. I do get to the final rounds of everything and then I don't book them. And I stay, I tried it. Like you said, Sierra, I stay conscious of that. You know, whenever I don't end up booking something, I have to like sit my ass down and go, but girl, <laughs> but girl you were mm-hmm. just in front of the entire executive board of hbo exactly like how was that not a win um and so hollywood game yes it'll cook take care of it set up the things that you need to set up representation you're going and meeting all these different casting directors yes play the game play that hollywood game for sure Allow it to cook for you. Allow it to do what it needs to do for you. Set it up. Don't let it just run away from you. But you must stay full outside of that. If you are not taking the time to go travel, you're not going to be able to pull experience from different worlds, different cultures, different views into your work. If you're not taking the time to read books, to write, to eat, to try different diets, to like just go be out in nature if all essentially what i'm trying to say is if all you're doing is focusing on the hollywood game you're going to kill yourself and you're yeah. not going to be successful That's as an actor because you have to stay full outside of the job because our job is to just bleed humanity you know what i mean and if we have if all that we're charged with is the game of hollywood we're only going to be able to bleed you know like and the thing I got to say about commercial. that, we <laughs> you know? got like the, the big thing that I love watching about actors now, especially the ones that are working is that they're all having fun, even if they're like being evil, if they're right. And so the big thing that I'm like training myself to do, like throughout this like struggle is it just like still find joy? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god! If, and, 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 and that's, yeah, love exactly. And <laughs> yeah. it's just like sometimes I get so blindsided by like the struggle of it all mm-hmm. that it's just like I'm not having fun, and yeah. you know, and and so. We had the funnest job. Dude, we have the yeah. best job. Once and, and even like having fun, job. like outside <laughs> of all, like you know, like you're saying, like go in nature. Go. Sorry, uh, I'll wrap it up. But yeah. just yeah, like what you were saying, and and. And in, in finding out like the parts of you that, you know, what, like, what is your own theme? Like, what's your own, like, what, like, what do you need in life to like, you know, feel validated and not, and not making that defined by outside your, your totally. acting yeah. work or whatever. And so, yeah. you know, and, and these are the things, I mean, this is why I love teaching. Like, that's my side hustle. Like mm-hmm. I teach art programs to kids, you know, and I freaking love that because I'm able to you know, work with them, draw from them and also, you know, help them in this whole journey. You know, like I love hiking. I love doing my yoga. I love doing um Muay Thai, yeah. like in boxing, like in 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 the times where I'm like, I can't pay for it. Like I find a way to like you do it. And when I'm like in that like yeah. high place, when I'm like almost like euphoric then like the career stuff does start to fall exactly. into place. I've you noticed know? that the past so couple true. months personally, I've been so much happier than I have been in like maybe years. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you and have it's to crazy. I've found so like I've had more career wins in the past four to eight months than I have in the past four to 
five years of doing this. While planning a wedding. While planning a wedding. (laughs) She also wrote a great article about this on the guest bloggers page on One Broke Actress. Um, Ladies, I could talk to you guys for another six hours. So we should definitely do that sometime. But let's wrap this up. So that terrible beast of any socials or anything you want to push or anything. Is there anywhere people should find you, find your work if they want to check you out? Oh, Oh, Siri, you start. Oh, oh okay. Oh. All right, I'll start. Well, I just realized uh, I was like, shit, I don't know. Do you need to look up your Instagram I know, handle? Right. Pull up oh, your yeah. handles. Now that we've like poo-pooed. Uh, I keep saying poo-poo. I don't know why. Poo-poo. Go ahead. Well, social media-wise, where you guys can find me is at Sierra Payton, and that's across the board. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. All the things. And then I got a website. So, sierrapayton.com. Check it out. Do you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, Yes, my Instagram is uh, montana.rush, R-U-S-H. So, Montana period, R-U-S-H. Okay. Um, I don't have a Facebook, as you all know. Um, Oh, other than that, you can find me in the streets of L.A. Just, you know, wandering around talking about equality and love. (laughs) (laughs) You'll know her when you see her. (laughs) I love that. I literally just had to go look up my Instagram real quick because I was like, wait, shit, what is my – I just had a panic moment. I'm so sorry. But it's at Jenna Michno. Um, I have a website too. It's www.jennamichno.com. Oh, wow. I know. I know. And uh, guys, you always know where to find me. And I'll just talk to you in a bit. Bye. And that wraps us up for our first ever round table. Thank you guys so much for listening. We had so much fun recording that. If you can't tell, all of those ladies are incredible. And like I said on Tuesday, make sure you guys are following all of them. Their journey is so fun to watch as well as follow me at Sam Valentine, of course. Make sure you check out OneBrokeActress.com for lots of updates. There'll be an article corresponding specifically to this podcast. And as always, please rate and review the podcast, guys. It means so, so very much to me. I love when you share it as well. That word of mouth is just, it's just everything. So (laughs) thank you guys so much. I think you're through with my voice this week. I definitely am sick of it. So I will see you next week.